This is I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, <laughs> featuring the open-minded musings of two early 40s curmudgeons staring down the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm joined, as always, by this guy. Uh, I am Noah Tarno, the uh, founder and senior quiz master of the big quiz thing, the trivia game show spectacular and your other co-host of i don't get it that's true there's two of us so this show as you know amazing we pick some bullshit that we just can't figure out what it is (laughs) and talk about it we do some half-ass research and and you know we just put together a 30-minute show based on whatever that happens after that process so this week we're talking about something that i you know i don't know which one of us came up with this it was so obvious to do acai bowls because it's so yeah. it's so kind of ubiquitous, but it's also it's like, it's like X-rays. It's almost invisible because it's everywhere. It was like when we did poke. I think that's the only other food stuff we had done right. up until this point was poke. Right. And it's like, oh yeah, right. It's a, it's a now it's all of a sudden everywhere. And like a week ago, there weren't any of them. And I guess this merits a discussion, or at least a. a so this isn't something I would have ever thought of, or I pretty much would have ignored it. But but yeah, for the purpose of doing a podcast, I'm glad that they keep making up this weird random bullshit for us to talk about. An acai bowl. That's a. A-C-A-I, and I think the A, the middle A has a little agoo or a squiggle, something that is... Circumflex, it's called. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's yes. a uh, Portuguese word out of uh, Brazil. So I believe that's called carioca Portuguese, that particular dialect. For oh, no, I'm I'm sorry. The circumflex is the little carrot above the letter. Oh. Uh, this is the little... I used to know, man. A goo? The little no? squiggle thing. And it's not under the A. All right, here. Let's get it. Let's get it straight, just so people are clear. I know under, the pronunciation because I was pronouncing it wrong. No, it's, it's under the acai. 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 I was saying acai, which is wrong. The emphasis is on the e, yeah. and it's sai, not sa. It's a standard a. It's the c with the little squiggle under the c. Yeah. I forget what that's called. Yeah. It's an a, and then it's an i with an egu over it. The egu is go. the the right, like I'm Beyonce, like on the e, the right pointing. Slash thingy. Everybody understands. So yes. As soon as we stop recording, I'm going to remember that little thing under the C is. But I, I apologize. It's not a circumflex. Right, so an acai bowl is a typically Brazilian originated dish made of frozen mashed acai palm fruit. And the actual fruit, from what my research says, looks a little bit like a, a currant, almost like a, a, a larger blueberry, and it grows on a palm. Uh, yeah, I think it looks like a blueberry or a grape, more like. Yeah, yeah. Except it's a stone fruit. There's a, a, a seed right. in the center that's in it. And the flesh, the pulp is around it. It's a. It's technically known as technically known as a droop. I don't know what that a means, droop. but it's a droop. A, dro- a, a fruit is you know like a peach. Basically, the fruit forms around one center pit. A stone so, yeah, fruit. It's like a peach. It's yeah. It's got. Te- they call it a berry, but it's not a berry. It's a stone fruit or a droop. Yes. Right, right. So, so uh, this I'm being thing, especially annoying today, Bill. That's my strategy. That's your, stra- especially <laughs> your strategy. Especially <laughs> Long term. You have a dry erase Bringing board. something new to the podcast. You yeah, know. you read a book about how to be annoying on a podcast, and you're, you're yeah, realizing right, it. That's, that's, so it, that's in, how you in, get the zip recruiter money, my friend. That's true. Where it comes so, from. In Brazil, it's called acai na taijela, I believe. And that's, that's acai in a bowl. So it's a different entity right. in South America than it is in America. You know, we're talking about a food stuff that was transported. This was a crop food. Like it's a subsistence eating. This fruit is pulpy and it has a very earthy taste to it. And what people would do is kind of make porridge out of it. 
in South America. Uh, I guess it's around the, 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 the coastal area of like Rio and whatnot is where this stuff mostly grows. So they had whole like acres and acres and forests of this thing and relatively low value. It was a food that people ate to stay alive. It cost barely anything to eat. You can make it into a paste or a slurry that people would like punch up with dried shrimp or salty, almost like a porridge, right? That's like I said. Mmm, slurry. Slurry. Appetizing Excuse me, are you all out of slurry or can I have seconds, please? (laughs) So uh, they would sell it out of kiosks in uh, Rio, Florianopolis, Sao Paulo, uh, Goiás, et cetera, et cetera. People found the nutritional value of it. it. What is it, really high in antioxidant, which is pretty much the yeah. story with every fucking berry. I mean, that that is a we're gonna I'm sure we'll 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 get into this a little deeper, but every single berry has antioxidants. This thing, much like pomegranates, is is a sort of fad du jour. So the thing that was a valueless crop that people just pulled off of trees and made into a, a, a you know a flavorless paste became a thing that has a lot of value to uh, well-heeled clients up north. So people would get these uh, dump trucks full of, of the acai berries, put them through an industrial process, strip the pulp off of them, turn it into a, 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 you know, they would barrel it and send it up north, this really like hard-tasting earthy goo. And once it gets up here, that's where you get the process of the acai bowl. And I got mine at Juice Generation. I actually got two of them. <laughs> I went to Juice Generation, and I went to a shop uh, that's here in a food court uh, just below my building here in, in New York. It's next to the smoothies. It's next to the sort of make-your-own-sushi thing. It's next to the juice. That's the environment right. that you find these things. I'm, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. And and what you find it now being made as is, is, is a pre-made plastic clamshell bowl that has the goo in the bottom, and it's filled on top by a number of toppings, which range from almond butter, granola, berries, uh, agave, syrup the list goes on and on honey these kind of things but you know before we get going though there there is no actual scientific controlled study providing any proof at all of health benefits uh, regarding the acai <laughs> berry. Of course, none of these things ever work out. It's not been evaluated by the FDA. The efficacy is completely doubtful. This is not a miracle weight loss. This isn't a miracle uh, but, uh, anything but like that. But there's, there's a lot of unscientific evidence. These have become a stereotype of, you know, impossibly tight women in yoga pants eating yes. them after their workout. Like the goji so, berry, so, things, weird shit. Yeah. Right. Colloquially, this has become... The health food du jour. Yes. Or de 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 last few years. <laughs> Is that a French term? <laughs> <laughs> the last few years, no, the last I believe it's years. French Canadian. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Noah Tarno. What do you think of yeah. acai balls, my friend? Here's my disclaimer, and I probably said this when we talked about poke, and I should say this anytime we talk about a food trend. I am what is known as a fussy eater, and uh, as George Carlin said, fussy eater is basically a euphemism for big pain in the ass. Uh, so I like. <laughs> I like to eat what I like to eat, and I don't like to eat what I don't like to eat, and I find one of the greatest privileges of being an adult is I have almost complete control over that now, as opposed to when I'm a child and I have to eat whatever my mom and dad forced me to eat. I love fruit. I do love fruit. I love smoothies. Uh, I'm under no illusion that smoothies are good for me because they're sugar bombs. So I figured I'd like an, uh, an acai bowl. You know, I wasn't really familiar with the acai fruit, but it's fruit. How bad can it be? And you mix it with other fruit. So I went to a pretty popular chain here in San Francisco, food truck chain called Bold Acai. Bold spelled B-O-W-L apostrophe D. They got acai bowls. They also have poke bowls, smoothies, juices. Uh, And I went to one of their food trucks 
And their little label logo says original gangsta, gangster. Oh, Jesus like Christ. That. And I'm like, I, that, right. Anytime you're like, yeah, I'm a gangster. I serve acai bowls. Like, just shut up. So I'm like, how bad can this be? It's some kind of like grape-like fruit mixed in a bowl with blueberries. And I got it with some of the toppings. Part of me being a fussy eater, I like bananas whole and raw. I don't like banana bread. I don't like banana cooked in anything. In fact, I don't like cooked fruit at all. I don't like apple pie. I pretty much only like fruit raw. Uh, you, so you are a pain in the ass. You weren't wrong. Yeah, yeah. So the, the acai, at least this preparation, I believe most preparations is mixed with milk and usually like uh, frozen banana of some kind. And then the toppings and you choose your toppings. And I chose berries and granola. You could also get coconut flakes. I hate coconut. Uh, you could get uh, honey. I'm mixed about honey. You could get um, chia seeds. You could get uh, probably cocoa little nibs, and I'm sure that makes it super healthy. And then you eat it with a spoon. I was sorely disappointed. First of all, <laughs> again, this is my half-assed research. I didn't even go get another fucking one of these, but uh, I just went to this one place. Uh, first of all, it was unbearably cold. It's mm-hmm. very strange. Like, I can't remember the last, I mean, other than a popsicle, like I can't remember ever, like when do you eat food? You're like, this is too cold to enjoy. And the berries are fine. I mean, I love eating berries and the, the granola's good. I mean, granola's fine. It's good texture. I ate all that stuff off the top and I'm left with this bowl. It looked like chocolate pudding, but it was much thinner. It was an unpleasantly thin consistency. It had that banana undertaste that I'm not thrilled with. You know, if the other things are good, I'll eat it. It really didn't have much of a taste at all. That leads me to think, all right, well, this is stuff people eat when they are more into texture than taste, when they're more into health than taste. But then I do my research and like, yes, the acai is, a you know, whatever we might call a superfood, you know, although every few years something else is superfood. It's got antioxidants. But once you freeze it and dehydrate it and ship it up north, because you didn't mention acai berries don't travel well. Like you're never going to find like whole acai berries at Trader Joe's or whatever. Once you mix it with all this crap and once you put all the fruit on top and maybe even the chocolate. And for all I know, there are places that are selling acai bowls with gummy bears on them. Once you get that, (laughs) you're way out of health food now i mean you're eating like three donuts which you eat one of these each one of these bowls so like everything i read we i google as i we should do for every topic on the show i googled our acai bowls bullshit um and like what are the health value of acai bowls and they're like don't eat this for lunch every day don't eat this you know just supplement your workout this should be the occasional treat this should be a substitute for an ice cream sundae like great that's not healthy like anything should be a substitute for an ice cream sundae like no moron is under an illusion an ice cream sundae is good for you what are we talking about here so i didn't enjoy it maybe i should have given it another chance but this isn't the way i I like fruit but i don't like fruit this way and something a little puff and smoke up people's asses that this is health food what did you think about i mean do you have more to say about yours because i have my old theories about why it's popular if we want to move on to that purple dirt ice cream purple dirt ice cream yeah but it's not doesn't the consistency right no when i when i got my bowl i the first one i got i was confused because all my research was it was making me think this was going to be something like a custard it was going to be a pudding yeah like you said yeah yeah that's i would have enjoyed it more if it had been or like a smoothie i love smoothies the thickness of a smoothie i know smoothies are sugar bombs but they're they're delicious this was melted soft serve this was uh, a sort of bad soft serve flavor that had a bunch of shit like hemp granola ladle on top of it. <laughs> now, I don't mind yeah. all the stuff that was on top of it, but I'm like, seriously? Wait a second. I was this wrong about this thing? It's it's purple dirt ice cream? And I'm like, that's why I said I got to get another one. So two days later, I went and got another one from a different vendor, and it was, okay, it 
with more purple dirt ice cream. And they listed the calorie count and said it was something along 450 calories or something like that for, Jeez. you know, a, a tiny clamshell of this horse shit. And I'm like, okay, I never need to, I never need to eat this again. I don't know what this is. And it's like, no one else was ordering one too. So I guess people have voted. They were getting like freaking clam juice and that's what they wanted. They didn't want an acai bowl. That's it. For those of you who don't know, acai grows on the acai palm, which is a type of palm tree native to Brazil. It's no wonder that the tradition of having an acai bowl is now being spread around the world. It's delicious, filling, and nutritious. So Bill, as I mentioned before, I got some theories, but what do you think? Why, if our opinions are any indication, these things, no one's eating these things for taste. Although a lot of people online say they're yummy. Why do you think they're so popular? Why do you think they've become trendy? The last well, you, you keep using the term sugar bomb, and I think it's true is that this thing has been made, when you get them in Brazil, they don't have like fucking 10 pounds of sucrose stirred into it. These things are made into a gigantic like ice cream blast. You might as well go get Ben and Jerry's if you're going to eat these things because it's like this, <laughs> anything you could make shrimp paste or freaking clamato. If you put enough sugar in it, it's going to sound it's going to taste like it's <sighs> it's actually edible. Sugar in clamato? I'm oh. not saying do it. I'm just saying what the hell's the difference here? <laughs> so I, part of it is that it's a sugar bomb and it's, it's the lie of nutrition, all that horse shit. But there's something yeah. else, and this goes back to poke as well. I mean, there is this right now, especially in our, our urban areas, our asshole urban areas that we live in, this uh, proclivity or this commercial propensity towards food served in a plastic clamshell, a one-stop shop, stand in line, pick out from behind a glass counter, some guy with tongs builds your food, and you walk out. Now, that's the poke bowl phenomenon. That's the fucking mm -hmm. dig-in energy kitchen it, it, it's the, by the way, we forgot. This isn't the second food trend we've done. It's the third. We've got about rolled ice cream. Rolled ice cream. Which is okay. very, which is rare, very extremely relevant here. Yeah. But yeah. at least rolled ice cream, you're eating fucking ice cream. Like, yeah, 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 who yeah, cares yeah. what it looks like? It's still delicious. Right. right? Yeah, cheeseburger ice cream. Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, cheeseburger but, ice cream. <laughs> but it, it, like the idea that so many, so much retail right downstairs from, from both of us in, in, in our respective metropolitan environments is that you stand online, you shuffle forth at lunch, and you, all right, what would you like? You want quinoa? You want bulgur? Yes, that's my base. What protein do you want? I want uh, fucking salmon. Okay, do you want some braised kale on top of that? Yes. Or you're going to go to Sweet Green. The line to Sweet Green is like 6.8 miles oh long. So on and yes. so forth. And this is like, how can we have another piece of food in, an, in a non-biodegradable plastic clamshell that is just fucking mediocre at best, but it's, it is the idiom for the way food is served. Do we, do we right. want this right now? No. I don't want my food in a plastic clamshell. The easy options when you go out, there are 10 of these. There are 10 poke spots. There are 10 dig-ins. There are 10 juice generations all around the corner. It's like to find something that is not a, a make-your-own-salad or point to things that the guy makes your own salad kind of thing almost takes some work these days. And I don't know where the profit model is, and I assume we're going to get a contraction of this. And I think that we're still in the dust-in-the-air phase of figuring out, does anybody want this? And I think it's going to be no. But for right now, it's it's everyone's holding their breaths with this pregnant pause of thinking, everybody wants this because it's the idiom. It's food mm -hmm. It's food in a plastic clamshell. I, I got to stop you on that. You said plastic clamshell about 10 times. And from my experience, all these places do not serve them in plastic. You go to, like, the crappy bodega deli. You get the plastic clamshell, but the new agey places like this, they put them in those little paper bowls, which no, not, I assume not, not are New York. They don't moderately better for the environment, really, because yeah. my poke, my poke bowl, and my no, maybe my poke bowl was the plastic thing, but certainly my uh, acai bowl was in a little paper 
the kind of thing you get at Pinkberry or... No, this is like Andrew Wheeler's EPA. Like, people here driving the planet to hell because there's so much plastic being sold. It's it's so... Yeah, it, there is. It's indefensible, and it's ridiculous that they are making this decision for us. They're making the worst packaging decisions, and they're just making them every day by the millions. It's crazy. I think you get it in a lot of ways. This is the idiom of food of today, is the various ingredients mixed together, mix and match, pick your own, design your own salad, Mongolian barbecue, whatever. There's also two things here. One, we have a trend of the illusion of health. Good, uh, yes, yeah, good one. Ja- this is why Jamba Juice is great because Jamba Juice, I mean, even Subway, I don't know if Subway is still saying like, it's okay, I had Subway, you know, trying to sell itself as health food. Uh, and Jamba Juice, like, kind of creates this illusion of health. It's not. It's, you know, juice squared. And I drink a ton of juice, but even that, I think, like, Jamba Juice is a step much farther. So, the illusion of health, we want to think we're eating healthy, but we don't actually want to make the effort. We'll eat something like an acai bowl, convince ourselves it's boost our workout, convince ourselves it's healthier than a freaking sandwich. And really, I, and really, it's not very good for us. It's part of our general, our country's general bad eating habits. I'm a hypocrite in this. I eat a ton of sugar, but whatever. I'm lucky that I don't feel as much need to watch my diet because I'm skinny and I'm in reasonably good health, at least as far as my diet is concerned. We want stuff that makes us feel we're eating healthy, but we don't really want to eat healthy. The other thing, and this gets at poke bowls, and this is also very relevant for old ice cream, is we are in an era of pretty food. We want to Instagram our food. We yeah. want to Snapchat our food. That's a good we point. We want face place our food. Acai bowls are, at least when you get them at these places, are beautiful. They are beautiful sights to behold. That deep purple color, and then on top you have the artfully arranged bananas and berries and chia seeds and what have you. So, you know, I often wonder the people who get these acai bowls every day, how much is it because they want to eat them or want to believe they're eating healthy and how much is because they want to have photos on their Instagram feed of pretty food. So we are an era of food being handsome is a concern. <laughs> After having eaten that one acai bowl, like why don't you just Instagram photos of plastic fruit because you're going <laughs> to be just as satisfied with that, my friend. Today, we are making acai bowls. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it, it is, is basically like a smoothie, but in a bowl with fruit. Mixed with um, the acai berry, which comes from Brazil. <laughs> Look at me. Noah, would you like acai Super Bowls uh, when, if you were a kid again? No, because... While my food tastes have changed somewhat, as fussy an eater as I am now, I was a lot more fussy as a child. There's a lot of things I wouldn't touch as a kid that I happily eat now. I I wouldn't even look at sushi, and now sushi's pretty awesome. Uh, my tastes in fruit have not changed. I mean, I've I've given fruit pies, apple pies, so many chances because the the patriotic American in me wants to eat apple pie. But man, no fruit, I'm still real simple with. I don't see what would appeal about this to me then would be different from now and the prettiness of food has never been a concern and i was never a workout person so i wouldn't tie into that element of it so no i i can detect no difference between how i would regard this if these were a trend when i was in my 20s or my teens and how i feel about it now that i'm a decrepit old man it would have been more appealing uh, i have always pretty much been a garbage disposal there's only two sur- substances on earth i won't eat and that more or less is constant from when i was a child uh, i don't eat fish flesh 
You're ridiculous. You're and insane. I don't need, and celery. It is God's bounty of the sea. The regular listeners to the show will know that celery is on the Omerta list for Bill Scurry, and so yes, is fish I, I don't like celery either. I don't like celery yeah. either, but fish flesh, you're wrong about. You're so if you're going to invite me over to your house, which I know a lot of you have or <laughs> will or should, do not cook salmon with a celery reduction. Do not do that. It's the bowl of thing, <laughs> the fact that it resembles ice cream. It's kind of sweet, even though it has that dirt taste. It tastes like fucking potting soil. I, I would have eaten it. I mean, I wouldn't have ever gotten it because, you know, it's not like we got ice cream aside from the one particular time of day, perhaps after dinner, if my mother had had a uh, half gallon of ice cream in the refrigerator. I wouldn't have had access to it, I don't think. So I wouldn't have really been like, I didn't have Taco Bell when I was a kid, right? We didn't do fast food a lot because first of all, it was expensive relatively speaking, in the 80s. Uh, also, my mother didn't like it. So what, what she didn't like eating did not enter the house. It wasn't up to me. And I didn't have a taste until I was a teenager. You know, after that, I decided that uh, that's when I found out the kind of things I would have liked. If it's between an acai bowl and ice cream, acai bowl is not going to win. Even if you tell me it's, quote, unquote, <laughs> more healthy, it's just not going to make the cut. Because, again, yeah. potting soil. You can get an acai bowl at Home Depot, and it's just it's slightly less... <laughs> It's slightly worse for your, for your rhododendrons than actual potting soil. And that's the problem, right? Like, if you're going to have a sugar bomb, have a sugar bomb. Yeah. Like, don't have this, like, barely sweet thing that fools you into thinking it's healthy. I read a very interesting article once where they were they were asking, like, nutritionists. They're like, all right, if you go to McDonald's, what do you get? You know, like, what's if you got to eat at McDonald's, what's the healthy choice? And, you know, the first few people said, well, you know, you, you don't get the soda and and you do this and you remove the bun or whatever nonsense. And like one person said, like, if I were going to McDonald's, I would get a quarter pounder, fries and a Coke. That's your treat. Like, don't eat like you're not going to eat healthy at McDonald's. There's nothing wrong with the occasional indulgence. So that's what going to McDonald's is. Like, don't fool yourself into thinking like you're going to eat the breakfast of champions at fucking McDonald's. Like, yeah, if you yeah. go to McDonald's, go to McDonald's, but just don't go to McDonald's or at least don't go very often. <laughs> I mean, I I hate McDonald's for reasons having nothing to do with nutrition. I'm saying if you want to go to McDonald's, don't go to Wendy's or Burger King. Eat healthy, don't eat healthy, but don't lie to yourself. I wanted to take a spin on the acai bowl. I kind of ran it by Cassie. She was like, what the hell's going on? She was like, what is algae? I don't like, what is, what, nobody's going to want to order anything with algae in it. Is the rise of acai bowls, which I'm going to guess... You at least probably can find them in every city in the United States, or are they still just a you know ivory tower coastal elite communist egghead kind of thing? Or uh, you know, yeah, I'm gonna guess you can get them in every reasonable city. Is the rise of acai bowls is that a, a sign of the impending apocalypse? It's not like the tuna apocalypse from Poke, which I told you was like. Well, really... that's a different issue. That's an environmental I know. thing. That's. Some way or another, that's how we're all going to die in the next 10 years or whatever. But the, the tuna are going to come back and, and spear us with their pointy little teeth. But yeah. uh, we're just, yeah. you know, this is another excuse to make more fucking trash, more post-consumer waste <laughs> with a food that's not particularly good. Maybe this thing will be short-lived. Maybe it'll die out. It's not an exact apocalypse. It's a bellwether of, of more stupidity. I mean— I could just bring this back to the top and say, you know what? I'd be happy being served food on a fucking rewashable plate. That's what I want to do. And why can't we get back to the idea of give me something on a plate that, you know, is not a disposable object. You can rinse this. There's this sort of renewability of it. You know, it used to be that food of all sorts was not made, you know, was not delivered to you in disposable packaging or, you know, something that was just designed to be fleeting. That got, You got one use out of it, but it remained for a billion years. I mean, could you separate acai bowl into uh, something that you would 
bring it back and wash later? Totally. But you'd have to stay on premises and eat it, which I totally would. I never feel comfortable with the sort of one-use packaging. There's one of these uh, uh, protein bowl type places in the neighborhood that went to, it's, it's sort of like corn plastic. It's biodegradable. Yeah. But they're the only yeah. ones in fucking lower Manhattan that are actually doing that. And I was like, this is reprehensible. No, you, s- you see that packaging quite a bit in the Bay Area. In fact, one difference between restaurants and bars I found in San Francisco versus New York is it's pretty standard that every restaurant and a bar has a water cooler kind of thing in cups. Like They're getting there. Water getting is there available that, yeah. for your taking everywhere. And I feel like a lot of these places, you see these corn-based cups. And New York is just not there. People are st- – still yeah. – it, uh, it adds points to your um, – you know, your margins. And so people aren't doing it. They're just going to go the cheapest, most destructive route possible. That is how I would say that food wise, no, Uh, unless of course, this is horribly injurious to the the poor farmers of the coastal areas of Brazil. I mean, Jesus, we haven't even broken into that ground, but I'm not qualified to to talk about it. But you know, we're just let's deal with this on American soil and just say it's a a bellwether of short sighted, you know, ignorance or something. I don't know. What about you? I saw one article that said it's been a real boon for a lot of them. Like, you know, it was considered kind of bullshit crop. And now they're like you know now they're farming it like crazy but one of my fears would be like carlos whatever in brazil completely retools his farm his his production his process so it's all acai all the time and then if the fad crashes in five years he's got this he's got nothing but a worthless crop yeah i am very unqualified to speak on the reality of that but it's just something i think about Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be a little crazy and say this is a sign of the apocalypse for getting back to the two reasons that i I said why I think it's popular. One, you know, we're just making ourselves sick like crazy with the food we eat. And if it's come to the point where even the healthy food is bad for us, I mean, it's been at that point for a while. Uh, if even the healthy food is bad for us, there's like no hope for us. The other thing is the thing about food being pretty, it's almost like poetically emblematic of the end of days. Like the fall of Rome, the days of the fall of Rome and how shallow everyone was and how materialistic everyone was. We perpetually see signs of that in our own society. If we get to a point where food is more important for how it looks than how it tastes or how it fuels us, then we are fucked, right? Yeah. You know, if even eating becomes a shallow materialistic act, then Jesus, we're done. I mean, um, it, ha- it has I'm, been there for I'm a while, a though. negative there. Well, only for the she-she, richy, richy 1%. I know, but right? that's but but the idea of weaponized food, of commoditized food has, uh, you know, rained down. It's trickled down from the top. So, you know, you, you do have the foodies who took a lot of food and weaponized it by making it. You know, one of the things I was going to say, like polenta, for instance, is something in a restaurant. You know, you, you could pay $28 for a plate of polenta, which is just like cornmeal talk about weaponizing a simple humble peasant's food this is the um people on instagram making food look pretty and and like you said it rains down to people whose food doesn't have to be pretty everybody wants to get on board with a beauty standard and even if it just applies to their fucking food and not their thighs or their thongs or their underwear or something that they have to adopt <laughs> it's like the food has to be pretty it's not line wide but yes, until you said it at the beginning of this recording, I didn't think about that. I think that's actually really pertinent. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think that's being awfully negative that like obviously food isn't going to be all about looks and all about you know nutrition or satisfaction because we need that and we crave that. It's one of the most unstoppable human desires. I don't know, man. It's just it seems like it's a worrying sign. So yes, I am going to come down and say acai bowls are 
a sound of the apocalypse. Now we haven't gotten that one of our new features at the show, which is we give we give our subject a rating on the Fallon. What do we call it? The Fallon scale. The Fallonian scale. The Fallonian scale. So if and what's the highest number? We still got to work this out. Is it out of five? Is it out of ten? I think it's I think it's sort of like a persona between somebody and J- Jimmy Fallon being one end of the spectrum. So it's a little right. bit of a, it's a little bit of a figurative thing. It's not numbers so much as saying like I give this two post Malones on a scale of uh, six Fallons <laughs> or something. You know, it, it's it's no, more of a it's a conceptual right. exercise. I'm gonna say. This isn't as bad as Jimmy Fallon, but maybe it's two-thirds of a Fallon, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I'll give it two Post Malones and Atlanta Del Rey. I think that it, two post uh, Malones there's, okay. there's something kind of fraudulent about it. It can't possibly yeah. be the sort of grinning hyena jackass of Jimmy Fallon, uh, the equivalent of a food. But it still <laughs> is based on ignorance and gloss, which I believe Posty and Lana Del Rey, too, uh, are inspired yeah. to hoodwink your audience. So I'll give it that kind of credit. <laughs> No, I think this is a pretty uh, cut and dried uh, segment here. But is, is your dislike based on jealousy at all? No, because I I don't engage with food. So if I were, you know, obviously if I were trying to start a food trend, hey everybody, you know, eat my uh, chocolate crescent rolls. Or actually, that's a real thing. So never mind. And those are very good. I was trying to think of some ridiculous. <laughs> this shows you how unengaged I am with food. I can't even make up a funny fake food. Chocolate crescent rolls. Yes, that you can get at every Starbucks. If I were trying to get a food trend going and no one gave a shit, but people liked this sludge, I'd be jealous. But I don't care. And I don't get jealous of workout people in their culture because they just, I know they're smarter than I am because they're actually taking care of their bodies. So, and those of you who don't know me, don't see, who haven't seen me, I am one giant, obese, unhealthy slog. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to insult overweight people, but sorry. <laughs> I think we're more, we're just, we're taking the piss out of you. Uh, right, we're, yeah. we're talking. I, I'll insult a slob. I just won't insult a yeah. person. And there are plenty of skinny slobs. So no, I have moments true. I can be one. Uh, no, so I'm not engaged in this world enough to be jealous. So no. I mean, I guess it annoys me when you say your uh, acai bowl is original gangster. Because, like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, I guess there's a little jealousy there of me always feeling like a dork and like someone cooler than me sucks but whatever i'm kind of over that what about you no and i think that's the end of this segment i honestly do not have anything else to expand uh we covered the felonian scale yeah i think that we could more or less consign acai bowls to the dustbin of history where most of our most of our topics belong will you ever eat an acai bowl again no, because somebody will leave a coffee filter filled with wet grounds on the corner, and that'll be there to eat instead. So there's always a better option. On the, yeah. on the corner? What, like on the street corner? Yeah, or on the street you, corner. Where on, are you on, getting your yeah. food, my friend? That's what I'm saying. It's like there's always a better option. I can find like a, you know, a runover pigeon on on down here on Broadway. <laughs> so there's always something my, else my, my chocolate croissant roll. My chocolate crescent rolls. They're delicious. I, I want to see this brand, by the way. I kind of like that they're yours. I want to yeah. see it's like Uncle Tarney's okay. chocolate crescent rolls. And it's going to say, yeah. I'm gangsta and so are you. Yeah, I'm gangsta with my chocolate crescent rolls, which haven't been done a million times before. Better. We, All right. So uh, we're done. No, we more, no more acai bowls till the end of time. Kick this thing in the balls. All right, everybody. Look for past episodes of us on Apple Music iTunes thing. SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill. Don't get it at gmail.com. 
visit I Don't Get It podcast. And no one's giving reviews. I mean, like, I don't know if everyone already did it or they think they did it, but they haven't. So that's not really happening. And if you give us reviews, we'll read the fuckers on the air. But we should start, Bill, we should start lying and saying we're getting hundreds of reviews. I know. Just people feel like they're missing out by not giving reviews. Okay, so yeah, new segment. Next week, we're going to read off fake reviews that we came up with. And this is going to sound really convincing. Totally. So I'm I'm on Twitter at William Scurry. I'm on YouTube AM Caesar, and this guy, this this gigantic corpulent bastard, will tell you where he is right now. I'm on Twitter at, at Noah Tarno, but more importantly, BigQuizThing.com is my company. We do corporate and private trivia events nationwide. Just coming off a real hot holiday season, and booking fast for 2019. Uh, really hitting the road next year. We're Already have early in the year planned our first ever events in uh, Maryland, Ohio, Tennessee. We're starting a new hub down in Florida, in fact. Um, looks like we're bringing on another host in the Miami area and we'll be starting doing a lot of events down there. So, uh, but we're, we're nationwide. I mean, uh, based in San Francisco, New York, but we're everywhere. So the finest in live trivia events for all occasions. BigQuizThing.com and also Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and Twitter at Big Quiz Thing. There you go. Cool. So until next week, yep. everybody, what you need to do is find and procure and enjoy the original superfood, a meat lover's pizza. Delicious. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2018.